Well met friends, my name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, as always, I am joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, sup man. Hey, how you doing, brother? Tired, lazy, wimpy. Dang, man. That's so sad. It's just sad. Well, I, to start. Yeah, but I mean, okay. I mean, I, I would say I'm, I'm a solid like six out of ten. So All like right. I'm like a strong okay. decent. But every every single time I've ever heard anyone ever speak ever on a podcast ever, the first response is like, "Oh, I'm good." You know what I mean? Like so, I'm doing great, man. Yeah, like, and like, in the grand scheme of life, I'm doing great. But yeah, yeah like. I've been kind of lazy today. I was I telling you that. earlier, I was just endlessly scrolling on my stupid phone. Uh, did get Dude, a good... I, uh, I hate that. I really do. Yeah, like You get sucked in, man. I know. I know. And it's hard because it's like, it's so easy. It, they The, the freaking algorithm is perfect. It's like, yeah, it's going to suck me in. It's going to keep showing me. I read something that freaking Zuck Lizardberg was like... Um, next year starting next year or something most of the content you see on like the facebook's and the instagrams and uh whatever's is going to be ai generated not people you follow or maybe it was like a third of it and now it's like 15 percent. because if you've noticed on instagram more and more it's like recommend this is recommended yeah. for you or blah 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 it's going to be like more and more of that i'm just like i don't know if i want that yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I don't own a social media app. <laughs> like company. like. Well, because so there's a new app called Vero. Uh, it's like Instagram 2. And the Ooh. intent is to kind of go back toward uh, go back toward like the old like you post a photo and it's more for mm. photography and sharing your, you know, projects with with folk that, you know. Okay. Uh well, uh, three days ago I posted a photo, and it currently has zero likes. I'm gonna zero literally, comments. I'm gonna download Vero and I'm gonna like it. <laughs> like I use all the hashtags: hashtag smoking pipe, hashtag smoking pipes, hashtag pipes, hashtag. Oops, I have pipes of IG in here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that hashtag pipes of Vero. <laughs> pipes uh, of Vero. Yeah. Okay. Dude. If you guys want to follow me, I am. I am at get piped on Vero. Uh, is it which, is it this one social without the ads? Yep, V E R O. So okay. so, but what I'm getting at is because there's none of that AI ish mm. mixture stuff. Like my photo is getting seen by nobody. So oh, you got to go back so to the old days of Facebook where you had to like friend everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so yeah. I don't know. So there's there's some yeah. there's some pros and some cons. That's true. Hey, lads and lasses, just one quick editor's note, if you may, a little post-production audio injection here. I wanted to take just a moment to hit on Vero, uh, the, the app that we were just talking about. At the time of the original recording, I had voiced how I had posted to it and got zero engagement. Well, that's because I had zero followers. But over the few short days from the recording to the release of this episode, Vero started blowing up, at least in the pipe community. So I'm not going to say that I'm very nearly taking on the form of an all-knowing god. But, well, you know, basically my intuition is akin to that of Albert Einstein, a man which we will touch on in this episode. 
My mind is essentially the Maximus Decimus Meridius of brains out there, commander of foresight, general of prediction legion, and loyal servant to the true truth of social media, Vero, father to a blind cat son, husband to get wifed, and I will have your followship on that app in this episode or the next. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and join the GetPie community takeover on the new social media app called Vero, V-E-R-O, and drop a follow on at GetPiped and at Producer Guy. Therein, we will be posting more personal content to offset the pipes and tobacco stuff. You do have to use your phone number, I believe, and it's a little less aliasy to join, so make sure to just join at your own risk. I'm not getting paid. Nick's not getting paid. We're just having fun, and it's a new app, and it's pretty cool to see that we're kind of taking it over. So go on ahead, sign up, drop some follows, and have some fun with us. Okay, cheers. That's it for me. Back to the episode. Please enjoy. Thanks, guys. I um, I I was thinking earlier. This is this is kind of going a different way. Um, the community is awesome. I just wanted to say that. Um, I I think everyone knows that who's listening by now that the pipe smoking community is ultimately an awesome place. People are great. But uh, I had sent out some stickers and whatnot because people are awesome and you know rated the podcast and actually got a package back. What? Yeah, you didn't man. Tell me this. I know. I'm just coming to the recesses of my brain right now. I got um, I got a little letter and I got a um, a little package of tobacco right here. Let me grab it for you, man. It's uh, unlabeled. But in the letter, <laughs> it's unlabeled <laughs> Ziploc bag tobacco. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, hey, GPP producer guy, thank you for the stickers. They will be finding their place on something very soon. I'm sorry I will be missing you all in Vegas, which we will talk about no. here in a sec. But I just couldn't swing it this year. As a thank you for the stickers, I'm sending you my vanilla aromatic mixture. If you like it and want uh, to make your own, I can let you know how. It is very vanilla, but smokes very cool and very easy. From, Damn! Yeah, from the, the Subcon, a.k.a. Portland Paul. So, thank you, Portland Damn. Paul. Damn! Portland freaking Paul. Portland Paul, yeah. Gosh. I was like, my producer wife texted me. She's like, did you order something? Did you order, like, another pipe? And I was like, no. And she's like, I don't think there's anything in it. Because it was, like, a decent box. With this just covered in bubble wrap. Like, dude, I'm telling you the big bubbles. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It was awesome. It's a home blend, man. It's a home blend. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, I just wanted to give that update because it was on my mind and I didn't want to forget. While while we actually talk about Vegas, dude. Freaking yes. Vegas. Vegas noises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would Do you I like play a music? drink? Uh, hey, bibbidi bobbidi Vegas. Uh, three on blue. Uh, <laughs> how many me, cards you got? Let me Black pull the slot machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that literally copying them at this point? Yeah, we copied them so hard. No, uh, but uh, we're hyped for Vegas. I um, man, I just keep, I just keep thinking about it. We have like, we have another family trip coming up. It's actually my fam my parents and my wife's parents we're all getting a house in the outer banks and i'm very much looking forward to that it's going to be a blast we're bringing the pups beach sunsets sun rises sun in sun the middle of the sky in the middle of the day 
<laughs> but man, I just can't help but but think past that and get to Vegas and just the hype. I'm just so hyped, dude. Go to freaking yeah. Vegas. Yeah, so Vegas, guys, we're 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 gonna keep talking about it until till the, the very day of the show. Literally. And then on the day of the show we'll record and talk about it even more. And then afterwards we'll have another talk about it. But yeah, man, Vegas that we're talking international Las Vegas pipe show, uh hosted by Mr. Brian Levine and uh Mr. Dave in LAX. That's what his Instagram handle. I just know him as Dave. <laughs> You don't have to tell your last name, Dave, but it's Dave, Dave in LAX. And he's talking about going to LA Vegas. What? I don't know. Stupid. (laughs) I love Uh, it. So, so the two of them are putting on uh, a wonderful show. Like, and and I say wonderful because of all the effort that we see uh, where, you know, Nick and I are, 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 are two dudes who put a ton of planning into, you know, the get pipe brand. And while there's not necessarily a product per se, uh, there's just so much planning that goes, goes into the episodes into, uh, there's just, there's just so much. And I just think about, we think about how crazy it must be to plan a pipe show. Uh, but if you look at their website, the, uh, Vegas, is it, I believe it's vegaspipeshow.com. I know That's every good. week we we say I know. that we 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 get to the same problem every time. Yeah, vegaspipeshow.com. Okay, so if you go to vegaspipeshow.com, uh you could just tell the amount of work they're putting into. It's like the most there's I love it. This is the first time I've seen an actual website dedicated to a show. Uh, normally yeah. it's like the show will be some subsect of like a, yeah. a pipe club that's running it. This is a full or a Facebook page or something that's like Exactly. So you can get your tickets right on the front page and it's October 21st through the 23rd uh, and it's just going to be a really, really awesome time and we're talking international. So we're going to have many, many, uh, many exhibitors from from all over the country and everyone's just going to come together and it's a big community driven event. Uh, Funny enough, I'm actually working on a YouTube video. It's going to go into a little bit more depth on why a pipe show is so awesome and why you should definitely attend one. But uh, while we're in stride on this podcast, we're just going to talk about freaking vegas man we we're super excited we're going to be there for about a week uh we got some outside of like some vegas specific things planned but you know nick and i the majority of us are the majority of our time is going to be dedicated to the show uh we will have a table so you guys can come say hi to us we're going to have like a probably a little um probably like a little schedule on our table that says when we'll be at the table uh, because we're also going to want to walk around and and go see pipes go see tobaccos go see people and yeah, it's going to be a really, really awesome time. And I will add that last week I had mentioned uh, how – so we know a pipe show is what? A showing of pipes, right? So you're, you're, you're purchasing stuff. You're supporting artisans, tobacconists, estate guys, all this other stuff. Uh, but afterwards, there's typically like a smoker's retreat. And that's the, the biggest opportunity for you to kind of network, kind of learn, kind of you know talk to these absolute legends – um, and all these people that you've been communicating with via the the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the YouTubes, the Get Pipe Galactic Pipe Club, uh, you know, like all of this, all of this interaction, you know, comes to comes to fruition at the end of uh, each day of the pipe show. Uh, whereas last week I had mentioned it was a smoking tent. That's what they use in uh, Chicago. This one's not a tent. They're just doing a raid right in the hotel. Uh, it's a it's a it's a pro smoke venue. 
exactly. so there there won't exactly. be a tent, but on the 14th floor, uh, you could just rip pipes all over. A lot of the rooms are going to be pipe smoking friendly or rather smoke friendly in general. The show floor will be smoke friendly. And uh, there is an actual show lounge that opens up on 5 p.m. on Friday for everyone to come in and just rip pipes, rip community, rip discussions. Get rip, piped. Get piped, man. That's exactly Dude. what it's all about. Heck yeah. Yeah, and I was I was looking at, at stuff, and there is over 50 exhibitors so far. As of 8.13 on their website, it's saying. I mean... Dang, there's some awesome people here. Just some names that I've heard of in the community. I mean, there's there's again over fifty if you check out the website or the exhibitor list. But Rick Newcomb's going to be there. Vermont Freehand. I mean, what else? Jay was oh, it Mouton? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it- yeah. I'm seeing. I'm seeing this huge list. We're talking. We're Tin talking bits. Jay Mouton. We're talking Get Pipes. We're talking. Woo! We're talking the pipe tart. We're talking get pipes. We're talking Tinsky pipes. We're talking get pipes. We're talking Nate King pipes. We're talking get pipes. Like there's so <laughs> many people going to the Vegas International Pipe Show, and oh, I, man. I'm telling you right now, you do not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to inject so much FOMO, FOMO, fear of missing out into your In all of right you. now. Oh all of you, FOMO, you will miss out. Go, go, go. buy, buy, buy. <laughs> Well, and <laughs> Nate King is the official keynote speaker. He is. Isn't that um, isn't that a tale? Dude, they just announced that actually last week. I think we. You're gonna, so I was going to say, I think you're going to have to get up on stage and do your Nate King impression. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be, dude? Yeah. Well, they'd be like, "Who the f- freak is this beep. guy?" <laughs> you don't have your beat button. Yeah, I don't have my beat button, dude. That'd be so funny, but yeah, I'm hyped. I, I'm, and, I'm ecstatic. And with that, you have the social media studio, which you have a bunch of awesome people. I mean, there's wow, there's there's more and more people popping up on this. Um, you have on the, on the on the social media studio studio. There's like more than I've seen previously. We got the Country Squire, of course, JD C. I feel like I shouldn't call him JD because that's Bo's thing. So I'll call him Mr. John Dave Mr. Cole. Mr. Dave, Mr. Mr. Cole. Mr. Oh gosh, that sounds so wrong. Yeah, it does, it does not work. Um, Country Squire, Smoking Pipes, Pipe and Tamper, Jay Better Freaking Go. Like, I, I know we've talked about this, but in one of their latest podcasts, Jay was like, oh, I have it written in like tentatively. Jay, if you're listening, I don't, I, does he, he might listen. Anyways. Oh, Absolutely. Go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. I think he is. He he definitely okay. is. He's right. playing. He's playing pretty boy. Hard to get. <laughs> he's wearing those ripped jeans and the jean jacket. Exactly. Making fun of me for eating tacos or something. Wings. Dang. Wings. And oh yeah. Was... If you if you look on Sunday, the first first uh, entry in there's little uh, little get by podcast. So yeah no that, dude so that, that that's like the best part too is a lot of times at these shows you'll find the show the social media guys uh you know walking around the show floor with um, their phone and doing kind of in impromptu interviews and that is really great and we're gonna probably do some something similar uh but the vegas pipe show is actually dedicating uh room to folks to to create content 
So on Saturday, there's a whole bunch of YTPC guys, um, a couple pipe podcasts as well. And, um, you know, smoking pipes is going to be there. They're doing something on the, on the Saturday at the social media piece. But then on Sunday, the only podcast so far, the premier Sunday event <laughs> is Ooh. is our is our recording from ten to noon. So I'm assuming you guys can probably come by, make fun of us, uh, interact. We might get an interview going or something. But and I'm thinking yeah, man, we it, might it, even. It, I'm thinking we might maybe even do like a little IG live event, a little something. I don't know. I'm just yeah. We're we're, we're going to do a ton. You guys will. So for those who, and, and I I do apologize if I'm making you really sad because you if you really cannot <laughs> go. Uh, but we I'm going to be dogging. My camera is going to be at the ready batteries on batteries i'm going to try to get so many shots um nick and i are just going to be just get 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 pipe piping it up getting getting the true going to be around get, the show getting the pipe <laughs> um but yeah man so the in, dude they also have a faq i talked about this a couple weeks ago tips and tricks oh. on a on a pipe show they got room hopping uh which is kind of a newer thing that they're publishing as opposed to just like an impromptu or a Hey, like, let me go to your room. But, you know, Dave has his own room where he's going to be allowing like folks to come by Shane Ireland of smoking pipes, uh, Steve Norris, Vermont freehand. Like there's going to be these rooms dedicated. That's uh, where you can go interact and, you know, smoke pipes, have conversations, you know, kind of push that network networking piece. Maybe it's, you know, learning about new artisans or learning a new tobacco to try or getting free tobacco from some of these people you never know you know what i mean so it's gonna be really really cool and um yeah again i'm put, making a youtube video right now uh that should be live in the next week or so um but it's it's just a pipe show is where it's at man a pipe show is where it's at so we're really excited and it's just, we're just counting down the days boom so with that being said as we are counting down the days we have actually counted down all of the days for our Get Fit, Stay Piped Summer Giveaway Series. Wow. Can you believe it's been two whole months of this? I can, because it's I been the longest too. two months. It's been a long two months, not going <laughs> to lie. I think next year we're going to just put more into a shorter time. But this is our finale. And our theme our theme this week is is a play on words of the original theme of the get fit stay piped summer giveaway series and it is stay fit get piped because just you know this this series has been influential to both of us it is you know it is i hope in some way not out of selfish pride but like i hope it's helped people too whether it's get them talking to someone new um, about this, not only in the pipe community, but maybe out of it. Maybe they've, they've helped someone uh, become a piper, but also staying fit. And fitness is, is many things. It's not just physical prowess. It's, you know, it's not just being super smart. It's, it's a combination of, of all things of being mentally fit, emotionally fit and physically fit. Um, And we all have our ups and our downs, but I, I just want to encourage everyone to stay fit and get piped. We we both want to encourage that because staying fit is not about always going up. There's there's going to be downs, but it's 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 about having that trajectory going up. I know I said it's not about going up, but there's going to be ups. There's going to be downs, but you want to you want to keep improving and keep getting better. 
Yeah, you, so, you want to stay on that path. I think yeah. uh, it's one of those things where we really had to bend what was the norm in order to to put on this event. Uh, you know, it's I, I'm almost to the grave. Like I'll be, uh, I, I try to keep all my pipe content, pipe content. I, I I will never, for the most part, unless it's like in a private group, talk about like my political views or. I really don't even talk about the military sometime every now and then I'll post about like my cats. Like I root, like my vision is really to keep the get piped thing about pipes. And this was kind of a challenge for, for both of us was to kind of push that boundary. Um, and, and especially since it's like a very polarizing thing and that's not to say that it is, you know, smoking a pipe is an unhealthy thing. And now we're trying to mix the two. It's not like I'm trying to mix like a savory and a sweet thing. Um, it's, it's just different. It's just very two different things. And I can just imagine, uh, the amount of listeners we probably lost, uh, in the very beginning where they were like, Oh, I don't give, I don't give a rat's ass about this. You know what I mean? Like I'm here for pipes, not for you know, going on a run or something. And that's totally fine. Uh, but over the nine weeks, man, myself and like my own physical, um, like emotional and mental uh, strength has increased dramatically uh, because of this. Uh, I, I was actually editing for that video that I was just talking about. I was editing a clip from a shot. It was a shot from the Chicago show that I'm using as, as some of the, the footage. And I, man, I look kind of thick. Like, thick. I mean, I'm a... I was a, re- I mean, I'm st- even then I was still relatively healthy. Uh, obviously, you know, gotta be for, for the military stuff, but yeah, man, I, I, the, over the past nine weeks, I have, I've been getting after it and there's been times where, you know, I really didn't want to, I really did not want it this morning. I was thinking about, it. I went for a run and I was just like, man, this just like sucks and I don't want to do it, but I've now finally bought in. It took me probably seven weeks, but after the seven week mark, I was bought in and, and I, me and you were putting it on, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I also, I'll also add that I got some messages like just a week ago, uh, from someone who I don't, who definitely doesn't listen to the podcast, doesn't watch YouTube videos, uh, but follows me on Instagram. And she was basically saying, Hey, I've, I've like been noticing your posts and I think I'm going to actually get into this, uh, this fit thing with you. Um, and I was like, dude, no way. Uh, she's like, yeah, I'll give Heck you, yeah. I'll give you some progress in like three months or so. And I was like, that's exactly what it's about. You know what I mean? Like the amount of people who like were casting this aside at the very, very beginning and then ended up getting in by the very end. So it's something we want to keep going. Um, The way I look at it is if you're not, if you're not healthy, uh, your life shortens in some degree. And if your life short, that's less time to smoke a pipe. Right. So true. There we go. So we're, we're super excited. We've been giving out so much stuff. Um, Probably gonna have to start saving again for next year's. (laughs) For next True. year's giveaway, but uh, we, we got a huge one, a huge finale, and uh, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you guys just for listening. For those, especially, to, I want to genuinely thank the people who don't give a f about it and are still yeah. like working with us to to listen yeah. through this part. You know, like like let's 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 commend those people as well. You know what I mean? Um, I appreciate you, but <laughs> but also for the the folks who actually got into it, the ones who didn't post about it, the ones who were like, you know what, maybe maybe those two nerds are right. Maybe I should just you know, do a little extra chores in the house just to get my body moving. Or maybe I should like start trying to, you know, go for walks around the neighborhood with my pipe or whatever it might be. I do appreciate it so, so much. Heck yeah. So all that being said, our, our giveaway this week is a lot of stuff. So bear with me. Um, if you want to skip this, feel free. Um, go check out the Instagram post that was 
put up yesterday. Um, but we got another Norman Rockwell tobacco jar. It looks different than the other one. Um, so it looks great. It's, it's like a farmer with a cob in his mouth. We got a leather tobacco tray from Mahirin Bespoke Works. We got a leather pipe holder from Mahirin Bespoke Works. And we got some Get Piped koozies also from Mahirin Bespoke Works. Go give Stacy some love on Instagram as well. At, I believe it's Mahirin Bespoke Works. But you, you'll see her tagged in the post. We also got a Get Piped mug, um, which is, you know, it's a pretty good mug. And by pretty good, I mean it's an awesome mug. It's definitely one of my favorites. I, I know we talked about it last week. It might not be my favorite, but it is. It's the community's favorites. I'm, I'm it's about to pour some cold coffee in mine and drink out of it right True. now. Boom. Um, we also have, I think this is the last Get Piped pocket jar from the original like pocket jars from the 3D printed ones. I got um, a sample set of the new uh, molded pocket jars. It's like a single mold. They're they're pretty they're pretty sleek. And the the new orange that just a little insight. We're going to be ordering more. So so bear with us. We're going to be we're getting more, and we'll stock up the website here soon. Um, but. This is the one we're giving away is an older one. So it'll, it'll be a good relic for you to have whoever wins this. Uh, we're also giving away a Peterson wallet, uh, some Stanwell fruit and vanilla tobacco, a beautiful wooden pipe holder. I believe it's five or six slots uh, to hold. I, I don't have it right in front of me, but can hold five or six pipes. We also have a drumstick tamper. We have a Missouri Meerschaum $15 gift certificate. We have a Get Fit Stay Piped Pewter Tamper from Mr. Larry at Buttons for Your Britches. And last but not least, we have a exclusive, one-of-a-kind, one-and-only custom Get Fit Stay Piped pipe from Mr. BJV. And and he made it specifically for us. If if you haven't checked it out yet, go go to his YouTube um, check out the pipe and, and look at the Instagram post. It's awesome. I love it. I love holding it. It's like such a sturdy, like it's such a, I don't know, strong it's just, pipe. It, it's robust. It's hardy. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, there we go. It, it encapsulates Husky. everything that we've been pushing. It, it encapsulates the grind, encapsulates the, the physical prowess of, you know, what we've done, just, right. you know, this, this assault of giving you guys free stuff, you know, <laughs> I mean? it's just, you know, and, and yeah. it was so freaking awesome, uh, that, that Bubba, our man was, was able yes. to give us, uh, give us some, uh, freaking love and, and create. And I, we gave him full, I gave him full, uh, creative leeway too. I was like, Hey man, yeah. you know, I, I pretty much just said what I just told, what I just ex- described. I was like, I need you to do, make that into a pipe. And he, absolutely killed it so uh one of you is going to get that pipe and it's going to be i'm going to be really jealous yeah and just one last note on get fit stay piped we were talking before the podcast about how do we (laughs) how do we give this away because this is the finale this is this is a lot of stuff It, it really is um but as we were talking we we only saw it fit that this is another random giveaway pipe uh or another random giveaway i should say um because we had thought about maybe breaking it up um but 
I just, I don't think we felt comfortable. Some things might've held better value and, and, and everything like that. So we are just doing one person, a random giveaway. And that's, that's who wins it. Um, and we just want to be open and upfront with y'all. You know, we, we never want to hide anything. We never want to just um, do something and, and go against it or anything like that. We we're just we're us. We're humans. We're people, and we truly want to make it fair for everyone in the community, um, or maybe someone who's not necessarily in the get pipe community, but is is a pipe smoker in and of themselves. Um, so yeah, we just it's about getting the word out about not only get fit, stay piped, but get piped pipe as you please all these all these things that ultimately makes the community better yeah no i I was gonna say that it also allows us to take away the the internal bias like i'm not gonna like super upfront i will be very bummed if some rando you know just like oh thanks for the (laughs) shit and then you know f's off and like never like engages with the community again like that that would suck but hey such as life, we're gonna hope. Uh, we're just gonna be transparent. We're gonna give you guys the, the the random winner that we get. And at the end of the day, just know that it's not about the stuff. It's about like everything we put in over the past nine weeks. Uh, we, as in you, and us as uh, like the physical aspect, the fitness aspect, mental, emotional, all that stuff. But yeah, man, pretty good. I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> like it's been a lot of work Me too. Um, <laughs> But I know, you know, from the legends of the pipe to this, and I'm, I think I'm pretty sure we did something in between too. Um, I know there's just going to be something crazy that we try to do next month or the month after. And yeah, man, it's just, it's just a fun journey. And I'm glad you guys are sticking around. journey through this this discussion because he actually visited uh, the spots and the places that we are talking about today. So we got an anecdotal and for those who don't know what anecdotal is, it's And now, your official ballcock update on Get Pipe. Whoa! Whoa! What? Whoa! What Dude. is going on? So, it's funny. So, obviously, you guys hear the final recorded product, but in in between, like, our transition, Nick went to go grab some water. I had to go pee. Okay? Sue me. So, I get up, and I'm in the hotel still. Uh, I, I, I go into the bathroom, and I notice the toilet water is, like like doing the like it just got flushed thing like Wait, what do you what? call that yeah like, yeah i know it's like trickling or tri- trickling or oh gosh there's like waves uh, what, what is that called ripples <laughs> so i was like huh so 
alas, there I go. I go, I conduct the business. I go pee and then I try to flush and dude, the like the no flusher, the, the, the handle just like I pushed it down and nothing happened. And I was like, Oh gosh, don't tell me. So I open up the lid and it's not screaming, but the water just wasn't filling. And the, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Is it the ball cock? Is it the, the, Oh gosh. What is the thing? We, um, had a, it was a ball cock and a, um, flush valve. It's been a minute, but like, cause you, you don't necessarily need a ball cock. When I changed our, we had a literal ball cock. I changed it to some sort of flush valve crap. You got rid of your ball cock. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, and, well, and one of my, no, I'm not a ball cock expert, but what I do know is I have a lot of ball cock problems. And this is, <laughs> if you guys are new to the show, this is funny. You could go back to like the first few episodes and understand where this is coming from. So the fact that the ball cock update keeps returning is just absolutely beautiful. Uh, but, well, so it's, I- we've, we've tried to bury it so many times. I mean, I think it's been, I don't even know. Is, has it been 20 or more episodes it might have been wait 20 or more episodes oh, since, since our since... last yeah yeah no probably uh, at least yeah maybe even more 15 or so i would say 15 to 20 yeah. i don't know one Jeez. of the episodes it like returned after like an eight episode hiatus and it was nick's nick's order anyway my point is we got a ball cock update i don't know i gotta call the hotel front desk be like hey can i get some ball cocks up in 214 please so, I don't know. <laughs> don't do that. They might send something weird. Exactly. Well, anyway, yeah. so I don't know if I can flush my toilet, but that's there what we're is. working with. That's what we're working with. This concludes the Ballcock update on Get Piped. All right, so we're coming at you guys with another anecdotal. And uh, yeah, this one is definitely related to my trip here in uh, New Mexico. So yeah, man, I I did not expect New Mexico to be a a place of pipe history. Uh, And and I would still go go out and say that it's not per se. Uh, But last last week, two weeks ago, two two weekends ago, uh, we were able to make our way up to Albuquerque. And, you know, so I'm with, I'm with my entire, well, not my entire, but I'm with 14 soldiers in my platoon and we got to find ways to stay entertained, stay active. You know, we don't want to just like sit in the hotel all weekend. Um, we're only in New Mexico one time probably. And, you know, we got to go enjoy it. So one of the weekends we went up to Albuquerque to visit the, uh, to visit the National Museum of Nuclear Science and History. Uh, that, that's in the yeah yeah man so reactions welcome as they say uh, uh, what, you get it no i don't like a nuclear reaction yeah, i do i get it. i'm just kidding their other catchphrase is you won't leave the way that you came which i actually hate because it's like what what am i gonna I get radiation sickness or something <laughs> like like if know, you like, think about that like it's like if that wanna... was the case that would be cool but it's like not that's not how it's presented oh yeah radiation sickness is cool well if you're gonna Cancer's have that phrase cool. yeah i better get it 
or the alternate is they get rid of it. So anyway, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, fair. Well, I got this, I got this badass mug from the place and uh, it has like this like nuclear symbol on the back, but then it says the little second catchphrase, you won't leave the way you came. And it's just like, what? I wish that was gone. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So our plan was to go over to uh, the museum and just to kind of learn, just kind of hang out. And it all stems from the fact that we're working about 80 miles south in uh, Socorro. Right outside of Socorro is the White Sands Missile Range. This is a, a, a military post, or excuse me, a military base, really. It's a range, missile range, where they test a lot of equipment, and they have since the, uh, the 1940s. Particularly, the very first nuclear bomb Ooh. ever, which is really scary and really cool. Um, okay. So in, in the 1940s, uh, they at what's called the Trinity site, and you can go look this up, uh, it's it's in it's in White Sands, the missile range as, uh, piece. Uh, this Trinity site is where they they literally detonated the very first nuke, and it, they were testing sure. it in preparation for, of course, World War II. So we ta- this this anecdotal is almost going to serve as like a follow up uh, sure. to our, our very first one, which which featured yeah. uh you know Oppenheimer, uh, yep. but it, it's it's interesting. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that and see like where where my knowledge has increased because uh, back then it was just based on research. And this one's yeah, almost in a, in, a, in a way like experience. Well, it's firsthand experience. I mean, it literally yeah. is. It literally is firsthand. So it's awesome. Man. Yeah. So, so we, the, we'll start by, I'll start by telling you that I went to the Trinity site. Uh, so it's open twice a year. So right. So during the 1940s, uh, essentially Albert Einstein, you know, the, the, our famous, you know, pipe smoker, the man is, is, yep. is starting to understand nuclear power. Uh, and he writes a letter, I think it was in like the late thirties, I think it was 39, uh, to the president. And he, he advises, and I, I got to read the letter, which was really interesting. He advises, uh, working toward this kind of power. So this was, this was like his really only hand in the pot. Um, but, Albert Einstein did recommend the United States work towards nuclear weaponry uh, in, in support of t- t- taking over, not taking over. That sounds so bad <laughs> in support of de- defeating any, you know, German adversaries who would probably be doing the same thing. Turns out they were, they were also in the, in the nuclear arms race, but, but long story short, the president agrees. He's like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. And he puts together a team, um, to essentially do this, to, to research and, and start to these initial tests. We all know that Oppenheimer based on our last, or rather based on our first anecdotal was the gentleman put in, in charge of the, of the, the test of the experiment, the whole project, this project was later known as the Manhattan Project, and that's because it started in Manhattan. It did not finish in Manhattan, but uh, yeah, so essentially, somehow they get down to New Mexico. New Mexico's got a really great flat, plain desert area with a, a small populace, and they identified the missile range as um, a great opportunity to do this test. Um, and I will add that this was not a necessarily a range at the time it was still just kind of like open land um and since it was taken over right but uh yeah so there there's essentially the, the idea was to make i don't know all the science behind it 
but Oppenheimer, a huge pipe smoker, big brain guy, uh, decided, hey, we can achieve nuclear fission uh, by putting plutonium and some other kind of stuff inside a little box and then exploding that box at under um, like, like a high pressure explosion. That high pressure will send like the plutonium and the other thing, like it's like a different like code of plutonium together to make that explosion. That's the most unintelligent way of explaining it, but that's, <laughs> that's the gist of it. I love it. Um, so in this, this project went on for several years, um, but it was in the, it was in 1945, I believe in April um, when they finally got to the test. So one really awesome aspect about the Trinity site is two miles south of uh, the actual site, the actual detonation uh, ground zero is a building and it's called the McDonald ranch in this ranch uh, was essentially where they built the primary piece of the bomb. It was where they, they built the um, like that plutonium cartridge thing. Uh, And that was later installed into what was called gadget. Gadget was the code name for this like big, uh, like wiry hanging ball thing that would house this, Mm. this thing. And that would have all the TNT in there to explode uh, that, that initial explosion and then to the eventual uh, nuclear uh, reaction. Uh, yeah, man, it was the most surreal thing to be able to walk into that ranch, step into the room, see the tables where, you know, Oppenheimer was working, you know, where, where all these gentlemen from this project, this like very scary project. Mm. You know, and this is a time where, of course we had the reds, the red scare and uh, you know, the, the nuclear arms race, where everyone was scared that the world was going to end. But these were the first people to harness that power. Like there was no scare because they, it hadn't been done yet and they were making it a thing. Um, Right. And and to sit in that room and just be like, wow, this is where, this is where they freaking built this damn bomb. And yeah, so the, the, the bomb was a success, uh, but they had some reservations before detonation, right? Um, or rather, what, I, what I'm saying is like the, the contraption was a success. success. Uh, so what they did was they, dis, they, they built this thing called, they called it Jumbo, and it was this big ass like steel uh, tube. This thing had to have weighed, gosh, so many tons. It was just a, it was basically a capsule what they were going to put what was what gadget was inside. And the reason mm-hmm. being is if the if the if the reaction failed, if they failed to get the nuclear reaction, all that plutonium would just scatter across the uh, the ground and they wanted to contain that. Um, if there was the explosion, then it wouldn't be their problem anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, so they, they the idea was to put gadget inside jumbo, this big metal thing um, <laughs> and then blow it up in there. Uh, if the nuke worked, well, then Jumbo would just be eviscerated. Uh, over time, they, they they realized that the the science they were leading to was correct, and they were getting more and more confident that the explosion would take place. So they ended up not using Jumbo. That said, there's a piece of Jumbo outside of the Trinity site, which is really cool. Um, I got to stand in Jumbo, too, which was pretty cool. Um, so while they didn't use Jumbo, they ended up putting a bunch of TNT in it randomly later and blow, blew it up just to see what would happen. Classic government spending. <laughs> uh, and then the, as, and as, like, as, classic, just guys, America, the, yeah, classic guys, guys, like guys being dudes. Like, Let's put just, TNT in it. Like, well, it took, it took, um, they had to create a, a 60 wheeled vehicle. 
What? They built a truck with 60 wheels in order to <laughs> transport Jumbo and Gadget from oh, Los Alamos to uh, White Sands. It's a long Jeez. drive, and it's mostly dirt roads back then. Yeah, 60 damn wheels. But uh, anyway, so they, they ended up blowing blowing up freaking Jumbo at a later point in time just to see what would happen, and they, they left a piece of it that you could stand in. And there will be a bunch of photos I'll show, share with you guys in the, in the show notes uh, or the the discord pod podcast references page, make sure you join. Um, but yeah, man. So the, the, the craziest part though was, was the ground zero. So to go into Trinity site, it's only open twice a year, uh, to the public. And dude, when we were down there training, there just happened to be a guy working on the fences, like installing new fences, uh, in the, in the area. So it was wide open and we were like, Hey man, this guy definitely spent a little too much time in this area. Let me say, like his circuit board, <laughs> a couple, a couple of wires were uh, misplaced or something. Uh, but he was like, "Yeah, you guys can go on ahead, go, go check it out." Like he was kind of, he didn't really have many words to say. He kind of said, "Huh," like shook his head, "Yes." No <laughs> way. Yeah, dead serious. Uh, this oh, guy, it was the one guy working on this site. Um, so anyway, so we get to stand on the epicenter of where the. Uh, the explosion took place and there's like this little obelisk that's standing and in tribute to it. And gosh, man, it, it was like one of the most surreal freaking experiences of my life to like the, the fear, the terror, the, the horrible things that have come since that moment, you mm. know, and that are continuing to happen that will continue to happen is, is just insane. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, super happy to have been able to like stand there and be like, wow, a nuke was just blown up here 80 years ago. Right. Um, so since then they have the, the, the government has done an extreme resurfacing. Uh, it's, it's, it's still radioactive. You can actually smell like trace amounts of what reminded me of like CS gas, um, you know, 80 years later. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's like harm level. It's, it's pretty, pretty benign if, if anything at all. Um, but it was just super, super interesting. So, so this got this whole thing visiting the Trinity site got us all interested. We're like, damn, we got to learn more. And that's when we found out about the Albuquerque uh, Nuclear Museum. So we go to Nuclear Museum, and that's where I kind of learned a little bit about uh, Einstein, where he wrote the letter to the president. And it's the the way the museum was. It was a lot of just uh, poster like pictures, like quality like boards on the wall. So it was like a it was like a reading museum for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of gadgets and stuff in there. No, pun intended. Uh, actually, pun was not intended, but I'm now retroactively intending that pun. Uh, but uh, you're great. You're great at doing that, aren't you? I, I really am. And uh, dude, I, I remember like so my soldiers. Are, I mean, a lot of them are a little bit younger than me, and they're just like going going to look at all the cool stuff, the the recreations of the bombs and stuff. But I sat for probably an hour and a half reading every damn poster. Uh, and what I found was there's a lot of photos and on these photos or on these posters were photos of black and white photos of dudes smoking pipes, man. And I found that so interesting. I was like, one, it makes sense for the time, right? Like the, I, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to frame it into words. Like I'm not trying to extrapolate it in, as as if saying like, oh, the, the guy who made the bomb wears shirts. So that means shirt. Guys who wear shirts are now, you know, <laughs> important to the to the world. You know what I mean? But to be honest, a lot of these dudes were smoking pipes. So so there's there's like a whole bio of Oppenheimer, and of course he's holding a pipe in his hand, and we know he was a 
extreme chain smoker of, of both cigarettes and guy had a ton of trauma going on, right? Just from the breadth of the the project he was working on. Um, but he still confided in that pipe. Uh, there was another photo of what was called the S1 commi- committee. Um, this su- superseded like a uranium put together kind of a discover bomb stuff committee. Uh, and, and left to right, it shows a bunch of guys and one of the dudes just holding a pipe in his hands. And and I also, I, I think about this a lot. I love how older photos, you know, like that guy was either smoking it or even better in my opinion, took it out of his pocket to hold it for the photo. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. like if you think we're pipe guys now, some of these dudes back then, like it, it just, you, you're just like expect to see like an old military photo and a guy like a general holding a pipe in his hand from like the civil war. And I mean, like that's, that's not hilarious. part of the, the dress, but like it is, you know what I mean? Cause it's part of them. Um, anyway, so, so that was, um, that was, that, that committee was what was FDR had appointed to, to start the, the process of learning about uranium and plutonium and all that. Um, of course you got Einstein having sent that letter. He's got a pipe in his hand. Um, but uh, yeah, no, the, the pipes don't stop, man. And I, I always think about like how many, how many pipes do you think Oppenheimer was smoking like in, maybe not in the room where they built the bomb, but uh, like around the, that McDonald range or around the Trinity side, was he smoking a pipe when they first, you know, did the detonation? Um, you know, mm-hmm. they were all there. They all watched it from relatively really close, <laughs> like, like, like two Too miles close. away. Yeah. Uh, so funny side side note is that building the that little ranch for two miles away, the explosion just blasted all the windows in like just like immediate, like all the windows are smashed. Just imagine being within like a two mile radius. Imagine being outside in like the, the, the neighboring city, 30 minutes, Socorro, and just see like you would hear just, that you would see it. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, how many miles in the sky did that? Oh yeah, so you know so I mean? guess the descriptions were like, um, it was uh, like there was purples, there was greens, and it was like the brightest light that, like that of like akin to a sun. Um, Jeez, yeah, dude, and like for the first time in history, you know these guys have like just harnessed the power of the sun. You know what I mean? And it's so scary, man. Like it's. I think it's scarier now because we're we're in a time in August of 2022 where it, it's just an unpredictable time in our world. It is very akin to the Red Scare, the Cold War. I mean, some would say that we're in a new Cold War and and all that stuff and you know, it's scary to think how this moment this site ushered in a new era of history that you know it's it's you won't you can't go back unless you you go forward with all the stuff that they created and stuff like that so it's it's scary to think about that (laughs) no no so you're you're right man it's it it's just insane. It's scary. And they had no idea, but they also had, I guess they had an an idea, but once it comes to fruition, you know, that's when it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of those things with, when it comes to weapons of war, like you can, 
you can conceptualize something, but it's not until you actually see it where it's like, whoa, like, you know, we haven't seen a nuclear bomb go off in what, since the 60s, 70s, I think was like testing. Yeah. Like human, humankind. That's the last time. And I could be off on that. Maybe it was 80s, but regardless we have never in our lifetime since 1996 seen either video or actually physically seen a a bomb go off so we can which is good oh very good but it's it's like we can't we can't even conceptualize it like we can't even even a video from you know however high those planes were that dropped the bombs, you know, the, the video of the plane flying away and the bombs off behind it. Like we can't conceptualize that. We can't. No, hell no. So yeah, well, uh, (laughs) talking about conceptualizing, uh, one of the, this is where I'm going to, I want to move to like one of like the bigger pieces, like the huge impacts of, I guess, pipe smoking, uh, so there's a, there's a Colonel, an army Colonel, and his name is Paul Tibbetts. This guy was branched aviation. There's a photo of him with his pipe in his office, in his uniform. Damn. I miss those days. I've never been in those days, but I wish I was, I wish I could just be an officer wearing my greens, looking at a, what looks like a document, a, a con op, a concept of the operation, map, yeah, uh, like a map smoking a pipe, uh, in so, your office. Exactly. So, so Colonel <laughs> Colonel Tibbetts uh, is is a, a very established uh, pilot, and on August third, he receives a uh, a formal targeting order. Uh, the operation was codenamed Centerboard, and it was the declaration that he, as a soldier, would fly a plane and drop a a nuclear weapon over Hiroshima. And there's a photo of him in office smoking that pipe looking over the map he's looking over some documents that like explain his his route um, or at least kind of guide him to to the city of uh, hiroshima and that is a i i like i, I don't want to make up words to try to explain that it's just it's just it's it's crazy man it's crazy crazy this guy i, I I'd be well, I'd be chewing through the damn pipe. I know. I mean, whether or not like that was that image taken on the day or whatever. Either way, like even if so, it yeah. Was... So, so this this photo was when he received his his order. So he receives the order, oh, wow. um, and then they they it just shows him like going over it, planning, um, doing officer stuff, but trying to find some kind of solace in his pipe. And and I will say like he a little bit different like they've i'm sure throughout world war ii this guy has done hundreds of bombings um but he probably didn't understand i mean he's a colonel he's not an idiot you know what i mean that's a very high-ranking field grade officer uh but but you're right like as you said a second ago until you like see the effects of that explosion like it's it's all just like it's almost like a statistic, you know what I mean? It's like a number. It's like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to drop a big bomb on a city. Okay, let me, let me do my planning. Let me grab my pipe. Let me light up. Let me start focusing in. I got a mission to do. Let's do it. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like you said, it's crazy, man. Because this is, talk about a time where 
we we just don't know what it was like you know and in 80 90 years from now they're gonna be like we just can't even think about what it was like back then when they have freaking everything's technology your house is a, a box made of glass and it's an eye home you know like mm-hmm. maybe maybe it'll be that way but this century the the 20th century was like the bloodiest century of recorded history ultimately in terms of oh yeah like what was literally recorded and and written down and the amount of lives lost and everything so having to go into this knowing that you're going to take more lives and a lot more ultimately i don't know if colonel tibbetts knew that how how many it would ultimately affect um but they're probably not yeah probably not and there had to have been he had to have found solace in the pipe you know whether it was to calm him before the the bombing afterwards a calming sensation just it it seems as if it's for many of these men who worked on the project or were part of the mission that they use the pipe in some sense to uh, bring peace or maybe maybe it, it wasn't even that maybe, maybe it was just what they did maybe it was and yeah that that's possible too you know what yeah. i mean like i like i i like not everything has to be like oh the pipe brings me peace and i sit down and i journal and read a book and blah, yeah blah, no it's, that's true it's like just what they did yeah you know I will say that there's another photo that they showed um, and it was, you know, covering that operation center board. So uh, just for timeline. So August 3rd is when Colonel Tibbetts gets the the formal targeting order. August 4th is the day of the main briefing. Uh, And there's a photo of him in the main briefing with um, like his air crew, um, probably a general or some officer higher than him uh, who's kind of assisting in that brief. And he's just sitting up at the front with his pipe in his hand. You know what I mean? So this guy was a pipe guy. Um, so it, to me, it seems like for for Colonel Tibbetts, based on the few photos that I've seen, I've seen three, all three of them, he had a pipe in his hand or in his mouth. Uh, he was a pipe guy. And I think it was that was just part of his daily uh, mantra. You know what I mean? But I, I, I won't, I don't think it's ignorant to kind of connect that to the position that he's at. You know what I mean? Like a, a high ranking officer who has to, you know, do some pretty crazy stuff. Like it's probably nice to have, you know, that, that calming pipe, that comforting right. pipe. It, it might not even be for like making him all zen out. It could just be like, Oh, this is a comfort that I have. You know what I mean? A comfort that I have of mine is drinking coffee every morning. I don't do it because I think the, the caffeine's going to make me some brainiac or something. It's just, I just like coffee. And then, you know, this guy probably just likes pipes, but in turn, they yeah. both, you know, affect the, you know, the, the brain the, the brain the, the, <laughs> the system the circuit yeah, board all right the the center board oh oh i yeah. like that okay see, see what i did there <laughs> took a second uh, but i i didn't did. actually i couldn't remember if i was right or not i had to like scroll down like that uh, was great okay all right yeah. i'm good <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so this, so the, the main briefing is on the 4th of August and then at two forty-five on August 6th, just two days later, right? Almost a day and a half at this point. Um, his, his plane, 
was loaded with 7,000 gallons of aviation fuel uh, and a 9,700 pound bomb. And that was what was little boy. Uh, so this guy just gets up uh, and there's a photo of him like in the, the cockpit of the plane on the morning of and or maybe it's the evening. Maybe it's like a like a what we, what we call a PMCS uh, preventative maintenance. Oh, gosh, if any of my soldiers or bosses are listening, they're remat. PMCS is what you do. Uh, it's like a, a maintenance process. It's like you check your fluids, you check your fuel, you check every aspect of the craft, aircraft. Uh, so there's a photo of him smoking his pipe in the cockpit. And I'm willing to say, I'm willing to say that he probably smoked that pipe on the way to drop a damn oh, bomb yeah. on Hiroshima. Um, so... Yeah, so as the story goes, August fifth, or excuse me, August fifth, uh, President Truman gives a, the final order to use those bombs against Japan, and then that first day, the very next day, August sixth, uh, Colonel Tibbets, him and his crew get out of, uh, get load up onto the to the the aircraft, and they they start moving towards Hiroshima, um, and then they drop the bomb, which was known as Little Boy, on Hiroshima. Uh, three days later, a different bomb was dropped on a different city. Um, that was Fat Man. Uh, that was, for our purposes, less pipe related, I guess. But but the fact here that like the pilot, the literal man, to drop to pull the pull the bomb into the air and then drop it upon a city, um, which man, dude, it resulted in seventy thousand deaths. You know what I mean? Immediately. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, by 1950, the the number was uh, around estimated to be around 200,000. You know, it's it's wild. I mean, that that's that's too that's instantly in both cities, but um, yeah, man. But so there's, I, I took a World War II history class at school. It's great class. Like our one of our culminating things was a like a, a debate on the um on the use of the atomic bomb yeah and you didn't i I can't remember if you got to pick a side i don't think you got to pick a side but like one was it was good and it was justified the other is it wasn't justified you know explain your case um so I, i don't recall what i was what side i was all that but that being said what we discussed was the fire bombings of Tokyo and there were more deaths caused by those over the time. And there was like more destruction caused by the fire bombings rather than the atomic bomb. But yes, but (laughs) if you look at what one single and or two individual devices did comparatively, I mean, there's, there's no comparison. Right, like yeah, that's true. There's no comparison. Um, so uh, uh, anyways, that was just an interesting tidbit, something to think about. While obviously the the uh, atomic bombs were terrible and caused horrific uh, loss of life in Japan and in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, you still you have to take into perspective everything that we as a country were doing. <laughs> And yeah. part of that was fire bombings and and all these terrible things. But well, it's, so, it's, so this- but it but it's one of the uh, my last point I'll say is it's it was interesting to have that debate and that argument because both sides brought up very very good points and there will always be both sides that bring up good points about like the justification of this and stuff like that. So 
Yeah, no. So I, especially nowadays, and and we're we're trying to keep this around pipes, but I think it's interesting to to talk on and without getting political or saying one way or another. Um, as we continue into our modern, I really hate to say the word wokeness, but like we as a society, both America and out, we're starting to realize that like the ways of old, the war is like not great, um, which is awesome. Uh, but this has been a topic, you know, and, and I saw this other day on like a, a page I follow and they're like, we need to like, we need to talk. We need to talk about how the, the dropping of these atomic bombs was, was not okay. And it was just propaganda to say that it was okay just to save more lives or whatever or, or whatnot. But at least from this, my, takeaways from this museum um it was interesting because they also went on to talk about like the effects of world war ii um like in in, like a a greater capacity than just the bombings uh they had so a lot of people don't know but they had planned like there was a full plan um to invade mainland japan uh Mm -hmm. and like it was ready to go uh the, the russia the soviets were were in on it um UK was in on it. Everyone was ready to go. And, and uh, FD, or excuse me, Truman having at the meeting at the, at the day where they were planning this um, and finalizing the dates, got a call that said, this was Ju- July 16th, that the Trinity bomb was a success. Um, so he went to, for the rest of this conference with that piece of information in his back pocket, kept that to himself. Uh, so it was Truman's decision. Hey, let's not do that. Let's just drop these bombs. Let's give no heads up. Uh, it will be horrible, but it'll be quick and it will be over. Uh, they dropped one and they're, they had like some conditional. They were like, okay, Japan was like, we're going to offer some conditional surrender. Uh, and then two days later, another one. And then an immediate unconditional surrender. Uh, and they also had several more planned, um, which is pretty wild. Uh, but but for the most part, it, it of course did end the war, and it was interesting to read the the information about that mainland invasion, uh, the estimates. And again, I'm I'm not an idiot. Like I know that this was pro- this too is probably uh, misconstrued from an American museum to try to justify even more. But the the within the first like 30 days of the invasion, which would have taken it was expected up to like a year or more. Within just the first thirty days, it was like a million casualties, right? A right. million, like, and, and yeah, I mean, it's that's it's pretty one of freaking things, insane. Yeah, do you, do you look at it from a utilitarian standpoint where you took these lives, but you saved more, right? Like, it's tough, yeah, because it's like, yeah, and that's that's one of the points that we the the class had brought up, right? Like. There, there were these projections that there were a million lives, either it was, you know, just allied forces or a combination of allied and, you know, Axis forces for, you know, what what we say in the in the U.S. Um, in terms of like the good side that we believed and the bad side that we're against. And um, yeah, man, it's like many things. And I was having a discussion with my coworker about this, like many things. There is v- so much gray area, right? Like mm-hmm. we we want to believe that something is right or wrong, good or bad, whatever it is. And this this comes in political views. I mean, this comes in personal beliefs. This 
heck, you could bring this into pipe smoking, right? One way or the other. There's so much gray area in it. There's there's things that I have personal held beliefs on it, but someone asked me a question like, what about this? And And my answer most of the time is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the right answer to that. That yeah. is that is something I don't know. And like I've thought about it a lot. I still believe in what I believe, but it's just hard sometimes. And and like bringing this back to pipes, you know, it, it's we're we're in an age now where there's a lot of individualism, right? Like there's 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 things that people believe that their way is the right way and it's the only way. And and I don't think that's true, you know? I don't, I don't that that can't be true, especially nowadays, right? Like pipe as you please. Like we got to continue this art. We have to we have to spread it and and that means you know, I don't think you necessarily have to be accepting of everything or everyone per se. Maybe that's not the right way to to word it, but we have to be open to to looking at new perspectives of things, and I think that comes into into the case of the content that is being produced. I think that comes in the case of the methods of X, Y, and Z, and that may have been something that Oppenheimer and Colonel Tibbetts didn't have to think about because it was just this is how they did it, and now, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, a little tangent there. <laughs> well, I, I think it's good because you know. Uh, we, we could have easily skirted this discussion, um, but I think it's important. And you kind of mentioned it too, you know, like ideally a pipe smoker is a thinker. You know what I mean? Like to, to be able to learn, like this is for a learning thing. This isn't to like push an opinion of like, should we keep making nukes or not? Like it has nothing to do with that. It's just, I'm report, we're reporting some facts. Like, you know, that's the point of the anecdotal to cover an event that, had featured pipe smoking uh but yeah like for us to just like have a conversation about it and to think about both sides and we don't have to come to an answer like like kind of like you said i don't know uh like it's it's just it's it's horrible man um but i will say coming out of that museum ah man it was it was just so surreal like i was afraid i was happy i was sad there's so much emotion, uh, and I'm, I'm, it's a great museum. I, I highly recommend anybody if you, if you happen to be in Albuquerque, uh, it's it's definitely worth the visit. But uh, I don't know. I, I could not shake the the visions of these photos of these guys who've contributed to some horrible history, and that it, whether whether it was the right move or not, it's still a horrible thing in history. Uh, and they were they were pipe smokers, and you look at these photos, you look at them, you look at their faces, and like the pipes in their hand, and you know it was a grim era. It was a really grim, you know, decade, mm. you know, fifteen years or so. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I, I don't know. It, it was it was pretty wild. I remember I, I got out and I was like, okay, I need to smoke a pipe. Yeah, and it's it's crazy to think that these men and probably a woman somewhere in there were mm-hmm. human. They're human beings. They breathed. They took a crap. They ate food. They slept. You know, we, we tend to think like when you were, when you were talking about the, 
the the culture that we're in we t- we tend to think the other is just this being that is not often human but they have feelings right maybe they're not the same feelings or they don't believe the same thing as you like these these men had feelings they contemplated with their pipes in hand they they just smoke to smoke right like cuz maybe they needed a little nicotine and or they like the taste and you know we get so wrapped up in this history of it being history and these are figures and like they did yeah, this yeah no, that's a that. good point but like they were people they were people and i think that's something when you look at something that you don't necessarily uh, like or believe in and someone is portraying that message and i think i need to take some of my own advice sometimes like this it's a human being the president is a human being the the leader of this country is a human being and um yeah it's it's hard to think about that that way sometimes because you you get such deep held beliefs on certain yeah. things that like oh this was an evil dude because yeah. he did this the one thing i know him for in his yeah. 80 years of life i know him for <laughs> making the bomb uh yeah no i we were before this uh one of my soldiers so our, our commute to work was about 30 minutes and we have four rentals and, and one of the rentals one of the ncos listens to uh a uh a history podcast not the Get Pipe podcast, but a history podcast. And in the car, at, when they get back every time, uh, that that NCO asks one of the soldiers, one of the specialists, he's like, hey, you know, hey, man, what did you, he doesn't say man, he says his name, but uh, what what did you learn today? And one of, the, one of the things I heard him say, they happen to have been listening to something regarding the Trinity site, the Trinity bombing and the Oppenheimer saga. And he's, he said word for word, well... I pretty much just learned that Oppenheimer was a little bitch. That was the quote. And I was Interesting. like, I was like, Hmm. And this is a young soldier, but I was like, Hmm. And, and, and I, I try not to get into like the, the debates with soldier, especially about like, you know, military this, stuff or political stuff. That? But yeah. so I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, explain to me why you think that I'm just curious. I like, I want to hear that. And they're like, Oh, well he went crying to uh, Truman after they dropped the bombs and i was like what do you mean he's like yeah he was saying like that was such a bad decision like he regrets making the bomb and all that stuff and i was like how 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 can you as a person not think that's a justifiable reaction oh it's <laughs> like to- like, like how totally. how like like you're like i'm like i was i the way i framed it i was like we have soldiers who are heroes and they are i mean in america we look at most of our soldiers as heroes we have soldiers right now who go over to Afghanistan, you know, watch their comrade die or, you know, kill other humans. You know, maybe they might kill four or five and then they come back and then they have trauma for the rest of their lives. And you're telling me it's, it's, it's unrealistic for this ki- this man to be responsible for the immediate within several months, 200,000 deaths and not, ha- not complain about that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's a little ridiculous to me. Like, he's a human too. And he in Oppenheimer was the biggest uh, and uh, anti-force, I guess, uh, voice towards uh, increasing uh, the, the the capabilities of our nuclear bomb. So, a little more science lesson. We have so there was an atomic bomb. It's an atomic reaction, and then we developed hydrogen bombs, which is another form of a nuclear explosion. Uh, but 
hundreds of times stronger, like, which is insane. I mean, if, if the atomic bomb, if a little boy killed 140,000 people, what, what could something that's several times, like tens time, tens of times stronger do? So Oppenheimer is like, we need to not do that. Mm. Like we should like this. We're already far too far gone in his mind. And and again, there's a lot of trauma coming from that with like him feeling that guilt. Um, and yeah, I mean, this, we all know the story where hydrogen bombs are a thing and we've tested them and they're pretty scary. And I hope we all hope the whole world hopes that they're never, ever used, but all of our adversaries have them, you know, we have them, we have, and that, that, that museum got pretty wild. Like we have missiles that are nu- have nuclear warheads. Like the, the, the accuracy of, of some of this stuff is crazy, but I just thought it was interesting. And it really does tie into what you were saying where these people do have feelings and that's not, that's not unheard of. And that shouldn't be unheard of. Like it's, it's a real thing. Right. Yeah, man. But, well, I think we got deep into the psyche there. Of we did, we really did. I'm, <laughs> I'm, excited, to see, I'm excited to see how they they portray Oppenheimer yeah. uh, in that that upcoming film. Oh, what? There's a new film coming out. Yes, uh, I think I believe it's called Oppenheimer. Oh, uh, really? Twenty three. Yeah, it's got Killian Murphy. He's the uh, that Irish dude who's awesome. He's in. Um, he's the Peaky Blinders guy. He's in. Oh, what yeah, else? Yeah. He in? Dunkirk, Inception. Isn't he? Yeah, Inception. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Inception is the big one that he's in. Um, he's, yeah, he's got to be in a couple other things. Anyway, this guy's, I, I love this dude. Robert <laughs> Downey like, Jr. is in it. Oh, is he? I, I mean, I'm oh. a I'm a big Marvel guy. Iron Man was my favorite, so that's obviously pretty cool. There's a lot of big names in this. Holy crap. Robert Downey yeah. Jr., Florence Pugh, Jack Quaid, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon. Rami Malek, Malek. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's a lot of big names. Holy crap. And it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, it should be pretty freaking awesome. Interesting. I did not hear about this. Wow. Yeah, so it comes out, I think, February. Oh, heck, dude. I'm going to see the. I'm going to see Maybe. this for sure. Okay, it just says 2023. I'll release it July. Okay. Oh, wow. July 20. 20- 21 that's like a few days after they tested the bomb uh yeah so and i i think i think he's going to do an awesome job so i'm really i'm really interested to see if they have of course we want there to be pipes um i know he's absolutely going to be a chain smoker um you know killian murphy always plays a good chain smoker irishman um in 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 the movies and films he's been in shows and yeah that'll be really cool so we'll have to revisit we won't do another anecdotal but we'll you know, maybe well, hopefully, hopefully we'll be doing a uh, Briar breakdown and, you know, oh, true in, in 50 episodes from now or something. That'd be really cool. Thank man. Well, thank you for visiting the site. Maybe getting a little uh, radiation poisoning. Um, <laughs> but thank yeah, you for no, telling was, us about yeah, everything you learned. And I appreciate yep. it, man. Be sure to, if you're not in the the Discord, there will be a link. Uh, We'll plug it at the end again, but uh, I'll be uploading all of the the photos that I've taken. I'll have some of the exhibit pieces that I took photos of, uh, but the main one is just me and my platoon standing at the point where a bomb detonated. That's pretty cool.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going from crazy deep discussion into a little bit of fun because yeah, I think you always need, need some fun. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. gotta top off with some fun. Yeah, I agree. Gotta unwind a bit. Um, we got two this week, as always. We got our always faithful over under, and then we got our second faithful this or that. And over under is always pipe smoking, tobacco related. But the this or that this week are also pipe smoking related. Again, I think we had that recently, but man, they're they're good. They're good. They get yeah, the brain. I, going I think it was and... it was the the Quiet Man episode, probably, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I was I was listening to it's funny, every every time we like so much time goes by between recordings and I don't know, Nick. And, like I said, I talk about this all the time. Nick and I talk a lot, so I always forget yeah. what we hit. But <laughs> I try to listen to the last couple in preparation uh, for the next recording. But yeah, I remember talking about how happy I was that the the community wants to yes. do pipe smoking, this or that. So it's just badass. Yes. Cool. But all right, so the first one got over under. Uh, over if under. You, yep. okay. Yeah, over under. You don't if you don't know. Uh, this is your first time listening to the podcast. Over under is where the community sends in topics for Adam to rate. Overrated means, eh, in his opinion, and these are all based on his opinion, that it's overrated. He doesn't maybe necessarily like it isn't the right phrase, but it's just overrated. Or it's underrated. Maybe people need to do it more or something like that. Or maybe it's properly rated. Every now and then, we get a, we get a little proper. Mm-hmm. But we got three. So the first one is from Captain with a K underscore Kirk 32. Mr. Kirk. He asks about special occasion slash anniversary pipes. Ooh, okay. So I would say properly rated. Yeah, I I, okay. I I talked about this last week too, where I have this problem. Maybe it was the week before, but I'm really bad at bringing my nice pipes out. I'm I'm very occasional. So the the my Halloween pipe I smoked during Halloween. I I for the longest time only smoked autumn evening in the evening of an autumn season. Dang. Uh, yeah, I I'm very particular. So I want to say it's good to have you know, the, the dress pipe, the pipe that you, you bring out to every wedding you go to, which might only be once or twice a year. I think it's good to have a pipe dedicated to that. Uh, but I also think that there's, you could get some occasional pipes where they just never get smoked. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have a pipe that you're like, okay, this is my wedding pipe, but you went to two weddings in 2017 and haven't gone to another one since. Well, I don't know. Then for that reason, it would be underrated. Yeah. But we'll, 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 we'll meet in the middle. I'll go properly rated. I think it's pretty cool to have, you know, that pipe for that occasion. Uh, but yeah. And then if you take it out for a different occasion, it kind of just breaks everything that you built up for it. But I like giving my pipes a story. I like giving them a kind of like a personality, if that makes sense. And yeah, that would be a good way to do it. So we'll, we'll keep it at proper. Very well. Very well. All right. Second one for today. From our our good friend Smoke Baca, Mr. Don. He asks about holiday tobaccos. Ooh, 
Uh, Don's always got the great ones. He's got he's got the. I mean, thinkers, Kirk, you got man. a good one too. But yeah, that was that was also good. Um, I, I think they're I think they're. Is I'm he gonna go with do underrated, it? man? Oh, okay. I think All they're right. cool. I think I like. So this is occasional. I will never ever smoke freaking a, a holiday Claus. blend like a Santa Claus. Uh, that, that's a lie because I just smoked. <laughs> the other day I smoked uh what's it called? The Cornell We and Three Mule Kings. Uh, yeah, yeah, We Three Kings. I, I, oh, oh yeah, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. That that blends it's delicious, but it doesn't taste Christmassy. Uh but I know like the Country Squire does like the Polar Express and they do oh, figgy okay. pudding and they release those specifically during the holiday season and I think it's a lot of fun. I think it injects some kind of some good hype into the, to the sphere of pipes and smoke. And yeah, I, I think properly rated or excuse me, I think underrated for, for these ones. I think uh, I'd love more. I'd like Halloween blends. I would love a St. Patrick's day blend that maybe had some mint in it. I know the squire did that one year. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I really like the idea of it. I think, I think it's a cool thing. I, I think those yeah. are honestly cooler to me than the small batch releases. Ooh. And I know we've talked about those being yep. more, more of a, you know, work around sidestep a workaround. But yeah. for the most part, like I, I love a good, I love a good holiday blend. It's just fun. It's just like, who doesn't love joy? You know what I mean? True true well if anyone's a uh, prominent tobacco blender who's listening to this get your get your game on we got some good holidays coming up in 2023 yeah. and you know what they're pretty much the same as 2022 so pretty much yep <laughs> all right last one for today it is from our friend russ and all of these have been from the discord he talks about home blending tobaccos. And you know what? I think that's a great one because I got a home blended vanilla earlier. So And Adam's going to say overrated. He's no, gonna I'm not going to say overrated. Uh, I'm going to go properly rated. I properly don't think underrated. What like what are we what are we defining as a home blend? Are we saying yeah. I'm going to take you know, we three kings and mix it with pirate <laughs> cake. Uh, maybe I, I think that's kind of like, like I almost want to say over. Oh, uh, I guess it's probably if you want to mix stuff. I think that's great. I think it's really interesting. Right. Uh, I don't know the reason why I'm going properly and almost over is because I know in my brain, like I don't have what's going on in in Jeremy Reeves' mind and and. And per Jensen's mind, like I don't have these like master blenders eye or mind for tasting or blending. So I don't know. I just, I wouldn't know what the heck I'm, I'm doing. So that's why I haven't done it. Right. But, but I think it's cool. I got, uh, you, you could tell at the very beginning of the episode when you said that you had that home blend, that sounded, that sounded badass. So we'll go properly rated, I guess. Uh, you know, the, the, with the, with the tobacco blending community, it's, it is kind of, close closed doors kind of thing uh mcclellan literally shut their doors uh because they felt that allegedly there wasn't good enough tobacco and they definitely weren't going to share what they had for recipes uh even though they had no intent of making any money uh they just 
kept it to themselves. And I would imagine it's probably difficult to get into the blending sphere as well. Uh, you got to probably become a an apprentice like to do it really, really properly. But if you're just at home messing around and you want to throw some tobacco together, get those bulk components. I think that's pretty cool. I guess we'll go properly rated for that. Boom. Well, if you have any over, under, or sometimes proper topics, the best way to get them to us is through our Discord. There's a link in the show notes. The Galactic Get Piped Pipe Club. We have a special section for everything podcast related. We have uh, some of our awesome community-oriented segments. They have their own specific channel, so you can put your topics, recommendations in there. Or, as always... Good old faithful show at getpipe.co. You can send us your emails there. And finally, last segment for the week is a little bit of this or that. And this or that is where Adam and myself, we get to say out of two choices, this or that. We get to pick one. And it's our way of kind of going outside of the tobacco pipe realm. Even though this week it is tobacco slash pipe related, but it, it gives us an opportunity to to go outside the realm of that stuff. So we can you can ask us anything, any this or that. So that being said, we got some pipe and tobacco related ones this week. And our first one is fancy lighter or bic lighter? Fancy lighter. I don't have a fancy lighter, so I'm gonna say Bic. It's a little old, reliable. I don't. I just. Yeah. I want. I want one. I want a fancy lighter. You know, quote unquote fancy lighter, because I know they're better, and because I burn my thumb and the top of the rim of the pipe, and it's sad. It makes me sad. Yeah. So fancy lighters. We're we're talking the I am Corona old boys, the Caribbees. Uh, the old Dunhill lighters, any kind of pipe lighter. If you Google pipe lighter and like any one, any lighter that looks not normal, that's that's kind of what we're talking about, uh, or what, what I imagine. I think I, I, I'm I got I'm all in in the pipe game, man. Like if there's if there's something for pipes, I'm gonna get it. If like there's like lighting is one of the most crucial aspects of it. Without it, you can't do it. Uh, so yeah, I will. 100% reach for uh, one of those quote fancy lighters over a Bic. That said, a lot of times, I mean, they are expensive. So I bring Bics and I have like a, a, a myriad of uh, Cheers. crappy lighters. Cheers. But yeah, I don't know. Definitely, definitely the fancy ones. It's, it's, it's for pipes. It's, it's like, it's like if we're going to do the pipe thing, let's do the pipe thing. Heck yeah. And all these, these first four are from Trauma One, so thank you very much for that. And into the next one, uh, Sandblast or Smooth? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I got mine. Man. Gosh. Oh, I don't know. Really? I think what? You're going to no. say Smooth. 100 percent 100 so yeah i am too um i think sandblast is really cool it adds a new like sandblasting has gotten so much better in just the like five six years that i've been smoking a pipe 
you can see it definitely in Peterson. Uh, they don't have many sandblasts, but their sandblast has, has just been really, really awesome. A lot of these artisans out here are figuring out better ways to and more accurately blast their their pipes. And it, it, it reveals this really cool texture, of course. And the big piece here is through rustication and, and, and sandblasting, you can keep a significant amount of shine on that pipe. Uh, a smooth pipe, I don't like, I guess, unless you're uh, Yeti pipes, I guess he's got some crazy mixture that his stain is just stays shiny forever. Uh, that's like the biggest top secret in the history or whatever. But for the most part, your pipe's going to dim. It's, it's going to dull over time. Uh, and you're, I'm not experienced enough. I don't know. I don't know how to shine it, reshine it. Uh, so I'm, I'm still going to go with smooth just because it's the classic pipe thing. But I don't know. Sandblasted pipes are, are getting up there for me. Yeah, I got um yeah, I got a good sandblast from Ryan McCauley at Smoking Barrel Barrel Briars, but dang, the the get piped pipe we got from Have you have you looked at it yet? Oh yeah, I've looked at it. It's beautiful. I haven't even seen it yet. I know. Obviously. I know. I mean I I'm keeping it in the little bag i'm like not even trying to be tempted to to smoke it but man that it's so pretty it really is man yeah i i love the smooth i think the smooths are awesome and yeah smooth all the way all right next one a golf tee as a tamper or an actual tamper (laughs) actual tamper actual tamper yeah. I do not like golf. Yeah, I've never golfed in my life. I was so. thinking about this today. I was I was going for my run, and I walk. I run by this golf course, and I feel like a lot of pipe smokers are. I almost I was like, this would be a good way to get people to do the get fit stay pipe. This is this was going on in my brain this morning. I was like, I bet I could, if I like had posted, oh like go make, go go golfing or something. Like a lot of pipe smokers would probably, you know attached to that they'd, they'd be like wow that you know what that yeah that is mm. getting my body movement in in some kind of form and but yeah i don't know i do not care i don't i don't want to hit the ball i don't want to go walk to find it and hit it again but like not <laughs> as hard i don't know i just and i know a lot of people are gonna get mad because it's such like a pipe smokery leisure hobby you know it's like a leisure sport sure. just like pipe smoking is a leisure uh, activity, but yeah, I I will never use a golf tamp t- golf tee. Is that tee? Golf golf stick. Yes, it is a golf tee. Um, I'm with you 100. Actual tamper. So, all right, next one, second to last one, preloaded bowl or load and smoke. Wait, what? Would you do you want to smoke a preloaded bowl or do you want to load the pipe and smoke it immediately? Or you uh, know. Oh, it like if I I had someone to load it for me? Or no, no, so like you're going on a trip, you preload the bowl and you smoke it oh. 2 hours later or whatever. As opposed to No, yeah, I I'm always pack, pack when I smoke it. It okay. very very rarely will if if it ever if ever, if jeez <laughs> I said if seventy five times in one if, second if, 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 
if I ever smoke a pipe that had a bowl packed in it from an earlier point, it's because something came up to where I couldn't smoke it or I got mm. sidetracked. That's the only way. I've never said, okay, let me pack this. And then when I get to my location, I'll just start smoking it. No, hell no. That's like, that's like putting on one sock and then one shoe and then tying it before putting on the other sock. <laughs> yeah. No one does that. If you do your psychopath, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. The sock yeah, thing, but, the sock and shoe thing, but yeah, but also maybe the bowl. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say load and smoke as well on this, on this end. All right. Last one. This is a good one, man. This is really good. This, this last one is from our friend Piedmonicus, AKA Nate. He asks, I don't think you're ready for this one. Pipes or cats? Cats. Yeah, dude. It hurts, but it's true. (laughs) Yeah. No, I didn't even have to think about that. I was thinking about this today, man. I love cats. I wish like, I don't know. I want to start some kind of like cat shelter sanctuary shelter money thing where i get money and then just like save cats um kind of wicked off topic but if you go you you guys should totally watch this documentary it's called keddy k-e-d-i uh that's it's it's takes place in istanbul and it it covers like six stray cats or something you can find it on either amazon or hulu might be amazon amazon plus or whatever the hell they call it amazon smile or some 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 weird stuff like that i don't know <laughs> it's on one of those sites uh but it's a phenomenal documentary and it's it just it's not sad but i cry i cry when i watch it and it's just because right. i love cats man i okay. yeah I, I i plan on dedicating something whether it's my own money my own time in some capacity to to saving the little guys and yeah i, I when i was uh, when i was doing the streaming thing on the the twitch playing the video games my that was kind of my goal was to one day get to a point where I can make enough money doing that, where I could just like start funneling into like a, a dream project I have. Uh, and I would always phrase it like, Hey, I know there's a lot of shitty things going on in the world. I know there's hungry people. I know there's war. I know there's a lot of bad things. There's cancers, there's deaths, but I don't know this is my thing. It, it's saving the cats. Like, that that's just that's just me that that's my calling and yeah that's what i want to do so yeah mm-hmm. i i would if i ha- oh, gosh i don't want to think about the ultimatum here but fortunately i live in a world where i can smoke my pipe and take care of cats true um i would agree i'd say cats i love my cats yeah. man they're they're pretty cool and they've been getting along very well with the pup which is awesome. Good. There's some there's some hisses and little little smacks, but ultimately yeah. there's more hissing amongst the two cats than there are amongst the cats and the dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But it's good. So well, that's been this or that. Send all of your this or that's to the Discord as well. That's the best place to do it. Or send them to show at get piped.
tired. We are tired. I don't know we what are. it is. Hopefully the energy is fun in this one. I hope so. Or I mean, maybe that's why we're tired is bec- at this point. Because we're sad and grim. Well, no, because we gave all of our energy, man. We're so excited oh, okay. talking about Vegas, you know. And then maybe oh, yeah. we, 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 <laughs> we got hype at the beginning of Vegas. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but well, where can people find you, man? I don't want I don't want them to to hear our tiredness and, and all that stuff. Our woes. Now our if woes. you want to be unwoed, if you want to woe, if you want to wow, woe you can wow. find some stellar, maybe the best. I don't know. It, but it is hot maybe. take hot take uh, I, not even a take it's, it's like maybe it is the best maybe it's not i don't know but i mean you did get you got 2021 pipe there we go how about this community if you want to see the best youtube pipe community presenter for the year of 2021 according to john david cole and bo york of the country squire radio uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash get piped. It's like my premier source of content when it comes to uh, really conveying, conveying, really conveying all of the things that I want to get into the nitty gritties, the, the, the topics, the reviews, the review, the, I almost said reviews again, but I'm thinking like products, whatever it is. I just love to share my story uh, and, and present on pipes, man. And that's, that's, that's the best place to find me. Content has been, going upwards in terms of frequency i think the quality has been really good and i'm really proud of the the past few videos that have come out so please go check those out um leaving a comment uh sharing with a friend all that stuff really helps me out with the algorithm stuff uh it gave you a real quick heart to heart i i i am a jealous man i mean i am human I, i work really hard on these and i'm trying to get these to do well um i see it's like there's a bunch of other guys on there who have some really great content um some maybe not maybe that I don't identify with as much and and they get a, a lot of a lot of love and and it's not the love I'm looking for I'm just looking to spread the hobby so uh yeah I just I want to get I want to get the views up I want to get the the subscriptions up to uh in order to do that in order to spread this hobby so that's my goal youtube.com slash get piped but if you want to connect with me you want to ask me questions shoot me questions actually I'll be honest discord is probably the best way to ask me questions I'm getting better at True. that um I you've been very good at I've been very bad. Lately. I've also had a lot of time in New you Mexico have. to be on my computer and phone, but um, is Instagram is get underscore piped. Uh, reach out to me whenever I'll get back to you. Um, send me a follow. Let's talk about stuff. Let's talk about pipes or whatever. And then of course, join our galactic get pipe pipe club. It's a discord server, free thing. Really awesome. Have fun. Talk stuff. Yesterday we just did an impromptu video call uh, with eight. I think there was five of us, five or six of us who joined. And oh, really? smoked pipes and yeah yeah it was awesome it was actually last night uh, it was a really really good time we talked for probably two hours three hours um, I left to other state it was really cool so that, that's that's something you can get out of the get pipe pipe club um, it's just an impromptu pipe meeting but we do hold two meetings a month one every other week uh, on Friday so it's a really good opportunity to, sure. to get involved in the get pipe community heck yeah and if you want to get even more involved send us your ideas your segments your uh, topics for all of our main all of our main uh, series our pipe dreams our pipe nightmares anecdotal one smoke ring to rule them all smoke lore tobacco through time or any other topic you want us to hear about and you know what as adam said 
last week, a couple weeks ago. If you give us some ideas, man, I'll send you a sticker. And also, if you if you give us a rating or review, and you send me a screenshot of that rating or review, not of <laughs> not of the the thing I posted, <laughs> which I'm still gonna send you a sticker. Uh, but I I love that. That was hilarious. Someone, you got you got to explain it. Am I putting this person on blast? I'm not. No, you're, you're not. On blast, you're not. But I I posted on my Instagram story like rate the pod, take a screenshot, send it to me with your address and I'll send you a sticker. This individual took a screenshot of the story, sent that it to said, me. That said, take a screenshot. Of- <laughs> rate the pod. <laughs> what I meant was take a screenshot of your rating of the podcast, uh, whether it's through Spotify, Apple, um, if there's any other. I know there's some folks out there who... Use Google and you can't rate. But if you, you know what? If you send me a screenshot that you're following the podcast, all right, well, I'll send you something. Yeah. And it's, I don't always send it right away because life does get in the way, but I do my best to hopefully get them out like once a week. Um, so if you do that, if you subscribe, you follow, let me know. Um, preferably through Instagram and I will, I will get you a sticker. They're great. Um, but if you haven't already, share this podcast with any and all pipe smokers. Young, old, new, middle, the men, the women, and the children too. And as always, Adam, I hope you're ready. I hope you thought something up. He's laughing. He hasn't thought anything up. But what... Oh, your wise words of wisdom, good sir. Uh, don't drop nukes, <laughs> please. Uh, if, if Putin, if you're listening, uh, Biden, if you're listening, uh, Xi Jinping, yeah. Xi Jinping, if you're listening. Uh, Kim Jong Kim Jong-un. maybe Kim Jong Un's a big get piped guy. I don't know. He um, He's a big Dennis Rodman guy, which he's is a big a Dennis very, Rodman guy. It's a very obscure uh, thing to think about. Or yeah, no, I, I I don't got much, man. Um, yeah, I don't, and that's it. And that's you know what? That's fine, man. And that's fine. People people got a lot of a lot of wisdom, a lot of ideas in the into our psyches, into the human psyche. Uh, earlier in the episode so yeah i, I think i'm gonna it. make um since i'm in my hotel i'm gonna make a bunch of frozen steak <laughs> i'm gonna put some of this sugar-free sweet honey wing sauce by g hughes my new man okay uh, crack open a guinness and uh edit some youtube videos dang man well have fun enjoy i will it. good and you guys enjoyed enjoy the, this whole podcast like yeah you're at decide right now that you enjoyed it yeah or else because oh, we, we have finger guns at you right now you can't see it well we have it actually at each other so oh wait no that's not better yeah, you're, yeah. there we go this is stupid 
Thank you guys so freaking much for listening. I really appreciate everything you guys have done uh, from all the ratings, all the reviews, all the comments, all the nice things. I love feeling good. Big, big feel good kind of guy. Um, who wouldn't? Am I right? Uh, but hopefully you're feeling good after this episode of the Get By Podcast because you have all just been piped. And until the next time, we are out. We are out.